This is the Look Up Podcast. Welcome back to the Look Up Podcast. This is your host, Roman Downing. With, with your other host, Alani Downing. <laughs> that's right. We're back. We're back. I took a week off. I honestly just wasn't feeling like recording, so I didn't record. And now we're back. Now we're back. So with some welcome good back. Stuff. And hopefully you were able to catch up on some old episodes last week. Um, we have a lot of really, really good ones. And yeah, here we Definitely. are. <laughs> here we are Definitely. with, with she's the next episode. <laughs> she's looking at me like, hello, we rehearsed this. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So anyways, <laughs> we're back. It's hot as, you know, a little very hot in Vegas. Um, oh, we just got back from San Diego. We were in San Diego for about a right. week or so. Right. That was nice just to kind of get away. And uh I'm just imagining the sound because I don't have a, I don't have the headphones, so I'm not, I'm not listening. But um, all good stuff. But yes, San Diego is beautiful. There's just something about being near the water on the beach that just mm-hmm. brings such a sense of peace and calm. Just knowing, like, look at all of that that's out there, all that craziness. And there was some crazy stuff going on too with like people missing, you right. know, all this kind of stuff when we yeah. were there that got swept away into the water. And you just look at the water; it just looks like so beautiful you know what i mean like right. it looks so pretty and and yet there's all of this like yes rage and atrocity almost too you right. know so, it's like a beautiful monster you know what i mean it is it's a beautiful monster there's duality to everything i guess right yeah like we were talking about there's a thin line between love and hate yeah i mean that's true right so anyways, <laughs> not to get super deep because I'm starting to think um, there's been some stuff we've been talking about this mm-hmm. past really couple days. And, you know, we just kind of wanted to bring it on the pod. And there was a quote that we were talking about um, in the car. As you guys know, the whole reason we wanted to start this podcast was because of all the conversations we have together in the car, which we just find really interesting and intriguing and right. want to talk more about. Maybe we should do one um, of these in the car. Maybe we should. Uh, well, maybe not. It's kind of hot. Maybe when it cools down. Right. <laughs> okay, but there was a quote that you said, and it was really good. And I put it down in my phone because I thought that we should talk more about this and like expound upon it. But it said, or he said, if you're a low production human, you are of low value. And we, what were we talking about? I think we were talking about. <laughs> no, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't his opinion. It was a quote in reference to how a lot of people right. view society. Right. right. So right. a lot of times, so you did say it. I did say that, but it wasn't your opinion. Context. So maybe I should preface that. <laughs> Basically, that you were saying that people in this society, if you don't produce well, right, then people think that you are someone of low value. Right. Be it consciously or unconsciously. So someone right. who has a lot of success in their life because they did a lot of production or they're studying a lot or they make a lot of money or they are have a lot of hustles and grinds. And they're someone who is a higher value human than someone who maybe doesn't have all that, maybe works a regular job, maybe even someone who's unemployed or right. someone who... um you know, is in those areas of town where you want to roll up your windows and lock your doors and look straight. Right. Like the, that you view those people as a, um, almost a lower value human. I'm yes, not saying sir. you, but I'm saying people in general, people in general, lesson. like in, in, in society, we've yeah. kind of noticed that. Right. And we, I, I know I've talked a little bit about like my opinion on success lately and kind of just viewing what that 
definition really looks like. And I think that when we start to look at it as only things of material things or I guess worldly, then that's where we can start viewing, having like an us versus them. Yeah. Without a doubt. Whatever Without side doubt. you're on, yeah. you know? Um, and I think for some reason that sells, I think that mentality sells in, in, uh, in the world today. Like let's figure out what side you're on. Right. So you can be on our team or I like, so I know how to treat you. So I know how to treat you. Yeah. So I know if you're on my team or not. Mm. So we can go against the opposition. Right. Right. So, um, I think there's a whole market in that. I mean, I mean, look at, look at everything that's kind of just out, you know, um, you want to be a part of something. I think a lot of people yearn to be a part of something. And I think the marketing is targeted towards that specifically. And I think that's why sometimes people will be like, well, if you're a successful person, then you do these things. And if you don't do these things, then you you're are not average you're not or you're a right. loser. Right. Yeah. You're not us. You're the opposite of us. You're yeah. the opposite of successful. Yeah. If you're not waking up at 6, 6 a.m., 5 a.m., 4 a.m. every day, then you're the opposite of successful. Right. If you're not, you know, right. doing this, this and that and reading this many books in a year, then you are not what I've marketed and branded as successful. And you have to agree with me. You have mm -hmm. to be on my team and you mm -hmm. have to be on my side. If you're not on my side, right. then you're, you're lame. Right. Don't, I don't even want to be around you. Don't be around those types of people. Cut those people off. Right. And, uh, I think it's selling division. I think it sells division, uh, uh, in our world and what's, what's happening right now. You know, everybody's divided right now. We are the least united that we, than we've ever been in American history, apart from the civil war. There is like no unity at all. And mm -hmm. I think that, that what, I, what, I, what I was saying before that, like you're viewed as a lesser human, if you have a different thought. Yeah, like it can even go down, yeah, just by your your own opinion. Your own opinion. You're viewed as lesser if you not have even a different just opinion like production wise, but not yeah. even not even production. You know what I mean? You're just viewed as lesser if you have a different opinion and if you produce less. You're, I think you're it's nothing. I think the the worst part is when it's found in the the realm of of believers, where it's like if you right, right. don't go to church every Sunday. That, or if you don't like have your morning devotionals or miss a day or if you aren't uh, serving in a community group or all this kind of stuff and you start putting I guess like um, there was a service I remember and he was comparing it to like a ruler stick and mm. um, he right. there it's like we almost put this this ruler stick next to us to measure our sense of worthiness be that as a believer as a person of insignificance just i mean as i guess as a human in general we right. have this this stick that we believe that will determine our sense of worthiness if we do more then therefore i am more worthy right. or if you know opinion wise if i believe in this this makes me more accepted therefore i am worthy and so i guess it, it all goes down and boils down to that basic question of like what makes you worthy and right. when you find that worth in my personal opinion in the worldly ideals be that profession um pol politics um not even if you go find it if you go looking for it because you will never find it yes if you try to find your worth in, in anything that revolves basically around Man. someone else 
another person, Man, right? right? You will always be upset and miserable and never the idolization of man. Maybe you won't even be miserable, but you'll never feel enough. Right. Because it'll never be enough. There will nope. always be someone that is better than you at something. Right. And you don't even have to look far to find it. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> open like, up your phone. Like, like, yeah. I mean, you open up social media. And this is why, like, I, I have my I have my my ups and downs with social media. I like it at sometimes. And then sometimes I just I can't stand it. Like this week, I deleted social media. And who knows? Maybe next week I'll download it again and I'll be posting every day. I don't know. But there's just these things about social media that just my mind just isn't honestly healthy enough to to handle because some of it, it's just it's too much comparison. You know, it, it's it's I think there's strength in re- even realizing that that in itself that, OK, my mind isn't ready or isn't strong enough right now to be dealing with this. And I think it takes right. a lot of growth and maturity to even recognize that. Right. And make that decision that, hey, I'm going to take a break from social media right now because every time I pick up the phone, I'm on it. Yep. That's a problem. Right. Yep. There was a I don't even remember. I think it was maybe in dare. And for some reason, this example always sticks out to me. It's just like an alcoholic is an alcoholic, no matter which way that you cut it, whether you're drinking every hour or you need to have a drink every day. Or you have a drink every week. But if it's scheduled and planned or habitual, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. You have a problem. So if every time you're picking up your phone and you're opening these apps and you're scrolling and you're doing the same emotion without even thinking, you have an issue. And if you can be mature enough to be like, all right, I think I got a problem. I'm getting addicted to other people's lives. And I'm forgetting to actually experience mine. And it's causing me to feel less, lesser than. Right. And it's just like, man, why am I not in Milan? Why am I not in, why am I not in or whatever? And I think that, and that's where I was going with that quote. It's just like, man, if you're not us, then you're not nothing. Right. And so that's where, again, like you have to look at that measuring stick and and realize that there is no measuring stick when it comes to worthiness in this life because right. you were fearfully and wonderfully made already. And at the end of the day, the only opinions that really matter of yourself is is yourself and, and working to be the greatest, you know, um, person that God wanted you and created you to be. Right. So our we dogs. got our third third host in the house. <laughs> I don't know uh, if you guys heard that. I mean, I th- I'm sure you saw her in the last video. Oh, yeah. She's like throwing her bone on me. And, and now uh-huh. she's, she's growling and wants us to throw her bone again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's like God has no measuring stick for us. I think so many times we can even think that, okay, well, I'm not successful. So therefore I ruined this life that God gave me. Or I'm not this. Or I didn't do that. Or I don't look like this. Or I don't speak like that. Or, you know, you can put, you can replace that word with anything. Right. But in reality, and how it truly is, because God has given us so much grace and has is like there's so much love, there is no need for us to fight for a sense of like worthiness because right. we are enough to him. Right. Right. Yep. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And I think like what uh what our pastor was talking about in church this weekend, you know, God's not interested in anything else but your heart. Mm-hmm. Right. He's after your heart. 
and um, he's after what your character is and what you feel and hold close to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And if, if all of that was true, like you were talking about where it's a worthiness type of thing, like, Oh, I need to be a perfect human being and then I'll get into heaven or I need to live this saint life or then mm-hmm. I get it. And then I'd get into heaven or I need to be a certain way. Um, you know, David would have never been, been, you know, Saul was like the epitome of a perfect king. You know, he stood a foot above everyone else. He was big and strong. He had military, you know, prowess and he was great looking, all of these things. And then David was this scrawny, you know, he was this scrawny shepherd pretty much that was good at music. You know, uh, I mean, we've made fun of probably a David before, you know, in high school, you know, there's like the nerdy kid, the, the band kid or something like that. Right. And um, just knowing that. God has a plan for every single one of us. And it isn't about what you do or what you're trying to prove to him. It's where, where are you keeping him in your heart? And David, like it says, you know, throughout the Bible that David is a man after God's own heart. And that's what he's interested in. He's not interested in you trying to prove anything. He's interested in, do you, do you, do you have me in your heart? That's all he cares about. That's it. And, um, I think sometimes it's almost like too simple. It's Mm -hmm. too simple for us. And we're like, no, it's gotta be way more complex. I have to pray these many times a day, or I have to get baptized or I have to, you know, all these things that maybe religion has taught is a requirement for salvation. God's never, God's never said that that's a requirement for his salvation. He's already sent his son down for all of these already. And that's why it isn't about something that man's put on it, like religion. Right, it's about right. relation. Yep. And also too, just kind of going back on like everything we were saying before, like lesser human or anything. I think you'll always will feel like that again when you're putting like other things in your heart. And I think the really right. only two other things that I feel like most, most people put in their heart, to feel that sense of worthiness is one, the acceptance and love by people mm. and two money. Mm. So they either will feel like, okay, well I have to do everything that I can to impress someone. And I mean, that's literally all social media is. Right. I mean, social media is all like you were talking about just this putting the, the best points <laughs> yeah. of your life on display and right. that's it. And, and it's so funny. Cause I was looking at a pair, I was on Facebook and I was scrolling through. Yeah. I still scroll on Facebook and I was on <laughs> Facebook and I was scrolling through and there was this like meme and it was like a pair of Yeezys, um, but they were called Easy. What well, wasn't a meme? It was a photo of taken at like a discount store or something. And it was called Easy Slides. And then someone commented like, "Oh, this is where all of y'all are getting your Yeezys from." And it 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 just made me laugh and made me think of like, wow, people really are making like fake Yeezy slides, wearing fake e- Easy Slides. Mm-hmm. It's really the Easy Slides. <laughs> right wearing fake Louis Vuittons, wearing fake designer, buying all these things, not for necessarily them, but just so that when they wear it and go out, they can have that, you know, impression upon other people that I'm wealthy. I am successful. I live a life of luxury. Right. Why people post on social media when they're on trips and, and doing all these things and, eating good foods and going on expensive stuff or buying expensive things or buying a home or buying a car. It's just to give off that illusion again, that I have 
accomplish something successful in this life. Right. And again, it's all tied to the worldly material things to get an, basically to get people to say like, wow, you are amazing or something. I don't know. There's literally no point to like it and to comment it. And there's literally no point. It's, it's honestly just because everyone else is doing it. I mean, what are we called in the Bible? We're called sheep. Mm -hmm. And what does sheep do? All we do is follow. Like, I just find it so funny. Remember, we were we were at San Diego and we were at the beach and like all my sister wants to do is like take pictures. But like what all the kids do these days is they just, I don't know, they take a lot of pictures places, of themselves. They go to places to take pictures <laughs> and not even to like not even to experience it. it. And I had to stop myself because I was doing the same thing when we were going on trips. Uh huh. Which is like, taking I need so to make many content. Pictures. I need to make content. I need to make content. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Did I even see Disneyland? Mm-hmm. Or was it through my phone? If I wanted to look at Disneyland through my phone, you could have just I could have I could have just went on YouTube and just watched somebody yeah. film a park tour. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. It's one hundred percent crazy, and uh, it's like what uh, what Eric Thomas was talking about today. You know, people want to have the illusion that they're success. successful. They don't actually they don't actually be don't want to be successful. They just want to have the illusion. Of success. They just want to snap a picture with someone who is successful and be right. like, oh, I know this person. They're the, they're the homie. Like, right. I know them. Right. Like, oh, you know me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's all yep. about this image of, I don't know, that we all feel like we need to uphold in this life. And it's it's so interesting to see because, you know, and it's easy to fall into. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, you know, and I think when we, the, the, the worst part of all is when we start to find our worth in it. Yeah. Like I am only important and I'm not a loser, a failure. If I have X, Y, Z, if I have a good job, I have a home, I own. And I have like, I work for Microsoft whatever, or like for, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like if I whatever am title. and whatever. And it's just like, that isn't true. That isn't true. Right. And you have to just be so wary of what everyone tries to tell you to do with your life. Mm hmm. Because then, again, anything that you do for someone else, you will always find yourself unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. It'll never be enough. Like, I think if we can look more inwards and if we could work more at building a relationship with God, mm-hmm. I think we'll find ourselves more fulfilled than we would if we got ourselves in, you know, mm-hmm. whatever we think we need. But the insert whatever you feel like you need on earth. That's hard to believe for most, most people, to be honest. Right. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's that simple. It can't be that simple. It's just like, unfortunately, yes, it is that simple. Mm. And I think us as humans, we love complication. We love intricacy. And you want to know why? Because that's the, what the devil can do. No. Nope. You know what I mean? We love to be able to cop out. That's why we want it to be more difficult than it is. We want to have an excuse to be able to say, I can't like, oh, it's too hard. You know, I don't I don't want to get to I don't want to, you know, get to know God because then I have to go to church and then I have to pray and then I need to know the Bible and then I have to go do this. Do we want it to be too hard? No. All you got to do is just accept God in your heart. And it's that simple. I think as humans, we we love things to be hard so we can hop out and say, well, it was just too hard. And it's true. The devil is in the detail. Like what you were saying. It is in the de- he is in the details. He loves confusion. 
Because what's the opposite of confusion? It's clarity and that. And if you ever have don't have clarity in your life, that's not God. God will never confuse you. Never. He will always give you a clear path. Mm-hmm. So if you feel confused right now, take a step back, check yourself. Because you got something else in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and talk to God and ask him, to him to like, there's like one of the one most powerful prayers I feel like mm-hmm. I've ever prayed was to ask him to reveal himself to me in the path that I should follow. In whatever it is, it could be something as so simple yep. as, you know, like, I don't know, like a basic decision to something super deep with like, what am I supposed to do now in my life? You know what I mean? And I and he shows up every single time if you ask him, you know, right? That yep. that famous prayer of asking you shall receive, knock and, and, you know, the door shall be opened. And it's true. You know, if you will, if you do seek it out, like you will find it. And yep. when it comes to like joy and utmost peace, if you seek that, in your relationship with God, you will find it and it will come to you. But the problem is, is we get clouded and confused with this idea of the reason we're put on earth is to live this happy life and to be chasing happiness. And we end up finding happiness through, again, worldly things because it does feel good when you get it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel good when I go shopping. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It's not like I'm like sad buying all these new things right. or like and I, it feels good to don't get you know, it twisted, all that right. kind of stuff. But right. But you won't, that isn't find, the point of you life. won't find joy. Yeah. You won't find joy in that stuff. And, and it'll never and feel joy, enough. Happiness and joy are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what pastor it is, but he went and spoke at Stephen Furtick's church. And uh, he was talking about that. He, he started off his sermon and he was just like, I'm not concerned about your happiness today. Because mm-hmm. happiness will come and go. Happiness is based off of happenstance. So mm-hmm. what's happening to you right then and there in that moment? I'm concerned about your joy today. Right. Which has to be sought out. Happiness just happens. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow, I'm happy today. It just happens. There's no reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Where, where joy has to be sought out. And he went on to talk about how the Bible is not about you. And that's a good sermon. Man, I have to, I don't even, I need to know, uh, remember his name. But the Bible is not about you, and it's about God. Right. That's simple. It is a story about, about God. And a lot of the times, um, it's called Narcissus. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we are narcissistically uh, placing ourselves in the story as Jesus. Mm-hmm. And like we go to church, and we're like, wow, I needed this message today. This is God trying to tell me that I need to do so-and-so through the story of Job. And it, or to do so and so through the story of Joseph. I see myself in Joseph. I see myself in Jesus. No, the main character is God. Story, not you. And really, the whole point of the of the Bible is to glorify God, to glorify His name. It's that simple. So, I don't even know why that was a complete tangent, <laughs> but I thought that was kind of funny. But it's about joy. It's about finding joy in your life in it has to be found you have to pursue it have to go after it doesn't just happen to you. yep and i think through that you will find true worthiness and realizing right. that you are enough because you have god with you. so yeah right. that was just like some of the big things that we just felt like we wanted to um share was there anything that you wanted to add or no, I don't think so. Put some comments down below. Review our um, 
our podcast. Yeah. Um, I know we have people that are downloading it on a weekly basis, which is amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Um, we do not take your, uh, for lack of a better, better word, loyalty lightly support Support. there it is Mm -hmm. that's the word we don't take your support lightly and we appreciate you guys so much thank you for downloading every single week leave a comment on whatever streaming platform that you use that helps us get our name out there um and helps us spread this podcast even more so we can have more people tapping in and and joining the conversation on this um let us know what you guys think about some of the stuff that we talked about today we'd love to start to have conversations about these things Mm -hmm. um and learning from you guys, we want it to be a you know a community of, of 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 believers, all stretching and learning from each other. I think that's what we were meant to do anyway. So, um, other than that, Psalms one twenty one verse one through two. <laughs> I thought I that just sounded like a flight attendant. <laughs> Psalms one twenty one verses one, one through two. two. You're gonna see that in the back of the airplane. <laughs> we're gonna have it on. The I lift my eyes up to the mountain. Where does my help come from? <laughs> Left and right. <laughs> And up and down. <laughs> My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. That was the verse that inspired the name of this That's podcast. Right. So we say it every time to just remind us that our help will always come from the Lord, no matter no matter what, right. th- through anything. So yep. thank you guys for listening. Um, catch us at the Look Up Pod on TikTok, on Instagram, um, that Roman manages. <laughs> so <laughs> he's on there. <laughs> but I appreciate, we appreciate you all. And uh, we love you guys so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless.